What up, everybody? Jersey Judah. Back at you again with another episode of the Red Pill Party Podcast. And uh, I got a little article to talk about. A little article to go over. Um, I want to give a shout out to Larry Elder. People who don't know Larry Elder, look up Larry Elder. Um, This is from his Facebook page. And it talks about Miley Cyrus's sister, who goes by the name of Noah Cyrus, referred to Candace Owens as a nappy-ass hoe. A nappy-ass hoe. So we're going to get into that. Um, I believe that I'm going to continue with my little series dealing with solitude, the realm of loners. I think I'm going to continue that later on today or tonight, depending on when this particular episode gets uploaded. But we're just going to read, go through a little bit of this article by the Daily Wire. Here's the update that Cyrus has apologized, but hey, let's not jump to the apology yet. Let's go over what has happened. Noah Cyrus, singer and younger sister of musical superstar Miley Cyrus, seemingly referred to conservative commentator and author Candace Owens, who is black, as a nappy-ass hoe via social media. This is the quotes from her. Nothing to see here, just Noah Cyrus defending Harry Styles against criticism by Candace Owens by calling Candace Owens a nappy-ass hoe. Posted conservative commentator Rob Smith. So actually, that was Rob Smith who said that. Um, The quote of, there truly is no racism like a white liberal racist, which I agree. Um, He wears this dress better than any of you nappy-ass hoes, Cyrus said on her Instagram story. Um... Let's just get into the bullshit. Like, let's just get into the bullshit. Because um, if you listen to me long enough, if you listen to me, or if you're on Facebook, and you listen to me before, you know how I get when it comes to these liberals. You know how I get when it comes to these liberals. Alright? Um, people that do not know Candace Owens... She is a black conservative commentator. Um, She does seem to have the educational background to be so. She does seem to be more intelligent than a lot of women today. I'll just leave it at that. Um, This other bitch, Miley Cyrus' sister, is just a singer and entertainer. She's really no different. She, she, She has no real difference to her sister Miley Cyrus except Miley Cyrus is more popular and we all seen the fuckery and the thottery of Miley Cyrus I remember a picture 
of her licking a cake that said abortion is is healthcare. So that's just that's just to give you a background of where I'm going here. It's interesting to me, and I want to go through this. This is a tweet which she says, I will probably never agree with you again, but Noah Cyrus calling a black woman a nappy-headed hoe is a racial slur. Not acceptable. Period. You might want to Google Dom Imus. Everybody remembers Don, uh, Dom Imus. Don Imus. Excuse me. Don Imus. The sports commentator, radio host type of guy. He referred to black women in the WNBA as nappy-headed hoes. And he went under fire because of that. Um, didn't go well with him. But we're pretty sure that Noah Cyrus is going to be untouchable. Okay, these are two different playing fields. You have an old white guy who could be racist, but who the fuck knows or cares. And then you have a younger you have a younger sister of Miley Cyrus in the entertainment business. So this thing is going to get swept under the rug really quick. But I want to remind people of the subtle racism, sometimes the blatant racism of those on the left. They always pose as being the black ally. Look at Black Lives Matter. When you've seen the protests and you've seen people fucking shit up, who were the majority of the people there? They weren't black. They were white. These are the people that use blacks for their agenda. And then they they come up with false stories or they come up with these fables to try to get black people on their side. And unfortunately, most of us join their side. Um, and I find it to be funny in a lot of ways. I find this story to be funny, not because of Candace Owens, because on top of not being nappy-headed, she's actually very intelligent, very attractive, and she knows what the fuck she's talking about. It's just funny that somebody like Noah... Miley Cyrus's little sister would just come out of the woodwork out of nowhere and just throw that word out. Nappy-headed hoe. Nappy-ass hoe. Nappy-headed hoe. Same thing. And I want to see if there's anything else interesting in this topic before I really go off here. Um, Yeah, never mind. Apparently, it's okay if you're a liberal to say racist things because your agenda is to stand up for those who aren't empowered. That's like the the easy getaway free pass. It's very easy to do, you know. And I always sit back and I chuckle a bit. But at the same time, it's like, okay, when are a lot of these black folks going to wake the fuck up? From how the election went and we've seen the transition of a lot of black women just siding with Kamala Harris because she appears to be black not realizing the <laughs> the number of black men who she had prosecuted for just marijuana charges let's forget about all that though right like Joe Biden 
as a whole is a very um, closed-minded, prejudiced, and even racist individual. A lot more racist than, say, a Donald Trump. But see, that didn't matter. This election and this year alone went off of emotions. There was no logic put into consideration. The coronavirus that we're dealing with this year. They don't they don't want to mention the 90 plus percent. They say it's a 98 point something percent survival rate for coronavirus because if you knew that, then you would be upset and you would want things open. But they don't mention that in mainstream media because they want to control your fear. So now they have a control over your fear. The election was about fear because people didn't want to see Trump in office for the next four years. But what bad things happened under Trump? Like, I want to know, specifically from the left, what bad shit actually occurred and went down from 2016 to 2020. Keep in mind and keep out Corona, because technically that was 2019 anyway. And on top of that, the president had no control over what viruses got here or not. In fact, he prevented flight traveling and I believe January and when he did that he was considered xenophobic he was considered racist now the same guy named Joe Biden who actually was on tape saying and admitting that Trump made a good decision probably two months after the situation already occurred we haven't had any wars We've had the, the mainstream media bring up propaganda about North Korea and nukes, the Russia collusion, which was all bullshit, right? Everybody knows this today. And now we actually are faced with a bigger threat of a corrupted, very corrupted system, voting system, corrupted, whether you're talking about the Dominion uh, vote count machine that they say has a glitch that gave like, I don't know, 20 to 40,000 votes onto Biden that were originally for Trump. You have the lawsuits going on in Georgia. You have the lawsuits going on in PA. And now they're just gathering information. And while all this is happening, I believe that certain followers on the left, not all, because they are moderate Democrats are those who are just in the middle who happen to believe that Trump is a better candidate and a better president than Biden will ever be. That's just the truth. You can look this up. And, of course, you have the rhino Republicans who don't care what side is in as long as money gets into their pockets. So there's really corruption on both sides. But if we're talking about social politics, meaning people who don't wear a suit, like myself, people who don't um, create laws and legislations. We are just pretty much spectators. Even in the entertainment world, you'll have a couple people like Lady Gaga who created the event, um, the One World event. If you people remember that shit, I thought that was a fucking travesty. But it was all about propaganda. And everybody and all the entertainers and all the movie stars... And musicians 
they use the same mantras over and over again. They use the same slogans over and over again. And it's like, to be manipulated and to be brainwashed, it takes repetition. Repetition of words, repetition of activities. And that's what it reminded me of. Like, wow, people who watch this shit are really being programmed and they're really having that fear instilled in them. While all this is happening, the reaction of a lot of entertainers who are anti-Trump and a lot of people who are anti-Trump, they're having a meltdown because the veil has been lifted. People are starting to notice that there is a lot of corruption that went along with this election week. Keep in mind, this wasn't election day. This was election week where two days, three days after the election, they were still getting ballots. Two days, three days after the elections, there's footage in California where these motherfuckers were going into the drop-off for the mail-in ballots. They were going into these, to, you know, the boxes and still collecting ballots. And people who are anti-Trump, they'll say, oh, well, he just lost. He just lost. They're not willing to admit the corruption that is happening right in front of their eyes. And these celebrities are the same way. So when you see black conservatives speak up about this, when you see black social commentators in general speak up about the corruption, they they may not be directly involved in politics, but they speak on politics in a way that I do. Of course, you're going to have that real racism. And this is just a reality of the world we live in. This isn't to say that all white people on the left are racist, but there's a possibility. Sure. White people on the right, are all of them not racist? I disagree. You know, I think there's a level of tolerance that only a certain group of people can have within each race. This isn't just white people complaining about black people being being violent, and this isn't just black people complaining about white people for being oppressors. This is a world view. This is a bigger spectrum of just two people or two races because it's too linear to just say that, oh, the whites on the, on the left are very racist compared to the whites on the right. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm just pointing out the blatant racism from Miley Cyrus's little sister. And I'm using that as an example for the world view. People follow Miley Cyrus. So people follow Miley Cyrus's sister. So these people who may or may not agree with what she's saying, I can tell you for a fact, the black conservative is almost the enemy of the country. When your viewpoint changes in the direction of a conservative view, or a conservative viewpoint, you become the enemy because you don't think in the same way as the majority of the people think. This country has been liberal for a long time and not even with presidency, but just with lifestyle. Everything is being changed and we just have to accept it. The YouTube algorithms and Facebook algorithms have changed. So if you talk about more conservative issues, well, you might get your shit deleted. 
you go on YouTube and have a video talking about why you disagree with transgenders and why you do not support um, gay rights and something of that nature, then you become the enemy. They don't want to hear you. why you don't. They'll just get rid of you. Because now it is a trend to go against the grain. It's a trend at the same time to do as you're told. So I've always spoke of the authoritarianism that is being displayed not only in our everyday lives. When you go outdoors and you're just walking around the city and you don't have a mask, you'll have people with masks staring at you as if you're breaking the law, as if you're literally committing a crime. Because that fear and that control has been instilled in most people. And even when this does go back to normal, and I don't really, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think they have a bigger agenda than just mandatory masks. And I'll just go as far as saying that. They have a bigger agenda than just mandatory masks. I think we could be seeing worldwide uh, mandatory vaccinations We can be seeing a lot more lockdowns. And we can just see us as the people pretty much be in prison for not following the guidelines. That's what I personally see in the future. And I don't think that with my conservative views... um, I'm fair enough to say that I voted Republican this year, but it may not be the case next election. If Biden gets into office, then yeah, I'm voting Republican 2024, period. That's that's what I'm going to be doing. And the people who talk shit, um, the people who want to throw out the coon and the sellout shit, y'all can kiss my ass, sincerely. You know, I never counted on a lot of you people for any sort of um, insight on what's going on because I know a lot of people don't understand what's happening in front of their eyes. They're too busy with the day-to-day distractions. And it happens with everybody. But, you know, there comes a time where you're probably going to have to stand up and, and, and do your own research and really think for yourself. Or you're just going to get caught up in the mainstream media web that is just confusion. It's like walking through multiple spider webs. That's what the mainstream media is. It keeps you blind. It keeps you out of sight of what's really happening. And I think it's happening with even larger numbers. The old, the older generation has have no idea what's going on. They follow and do as they're told. Um, the younger generation seems to be more aware, but I think their focus is more on the bullshit. So it's like the people who are in the middle, the people who are in the middle of age, people who are in their 30s and 40s, they're starting to really wake up and go, wait a minute, this isn't right. And it's up to people like us to really put out the information that is necessary. Because regardless of what we talk about and how we talk about it, there will just be a large percentage of people who will not understand and who don't want to understand. There are people who want to live in the realm of ignorance. 
They want to live into, they want to live in the realm of ignorance and confusion. They don't really want to know what's going on. And you know, the Noah Cyrus topic was just to prove the point of the nature of what's happening. If you speak up against the masses or if you speak differently that doesn't match the masses, you get ostracized, you get pointed out, you get called hateful things, right? And the only thing that you can do is push forward. And I'm sure Candace Owens, yeah, she probably took it serious, but she's been attacked on multiple occasions. If you guys remember the Cardi B fiasco with Candace Owens, which was like um, Rey Mysterio versus fucking Andre the Giant. Like, there's no chance that Cardi B has any wordplay besides rapping, right? She doesn't have any real knowledge and information on what's happening. She's an entertainer. She's a celebrity. And she's brain dead. Like, you can tell with certain celebrities that, okay, maybe it's an act. With certain celebrities, you can go, maybe it's an act, right? The cash me outside, bitch. That's an act. Now, she she may be from the streets, but she amplifies that persona for entertainment purposes. If you see interviews with her, she seems to be normal. She seems just to be a regular girl who may have had, you know, a troubled childhood, but she's working on it. You know, we can accept that. Oh, I can accept it. I'm not sure about anybody else. But when you look at somebody like Cardi B, and you compare her to a Candace Owens, there is no match. Candace Owens is brighter than Cardi B. She's more intelligent. She's more enlightened about what's going on around her than a Cardi B. And it's not really a shot at Cardi B, but the reality is people know she ain't shit. And, you know, before I end it, I want to just bring something up. Matter of fact, we just, we're going here and there and everywhere. We try to stay on topic here at the Red Pill Party Podcast. I have a cigarette in my mouth, so that's why I'm shouting crazy right now. I have my other phone. I'm trying to look something up. As quick as possible. And let's see if we can find this article. So did you guys know, and I'm going to read this directly from Google, which is actually from the New York Daily News. This is what they post nowadays. Hip-hop star Cardi B struck the right chord with Billboard in 2020 en route to being named the magazine's Woman of the Year. That is right. Cardi B is the Woman of the Year. But getting back to this little article... The artist from the Bronx was officially declared the recipient of the annual honor in a cover story published two days ago, Wednesday. So now, the woman, like, just think about this shit. So the woman who made the song, where in the beginning it goes, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house, wet ass pussy. This bitch is the woman of the year. And see, we wonder why, and women wonder why a lot of them are treated so badly. They they resonate off of this shit. They twerk to this shit. They objectify themselves to objectified assholes. That's just the reality of the situation. 
So now Cardi B is the woman of the year. So this person who openly talked about drugging men and scamming them out of money, robbing men for money. Um, the woman who's a self-proclaimed gang member, right? Is all of a sudden considered the woman of the year. The same woman, by the way, and I want to bring this back because this is what I always do. The same woman, by the way, who had that coon fest of an interview with Joe Biden. I don't understand this coon shit. Like, maybe it's just me, but I think the word coon is being used incorrectly by the blacks, right? We tend sometimes to use this word freely and incorrectly. But when a Cardi B comes on there, chewing gum, long ass cat claw nails, supposed to be talking to with his, I hope not to be, the president soon to come of the United States of America, talking about she wants free this, free that, free this, free that. How the fuck is that not cooning? How is her behavior not considered cooning? Hey, hey, all that loud, stereotypical black woman shit. And for the black woman who get offended, then you're just a part of that. Don't get mad at me. Keep in mind, y'all emulate these type of bitches in entertainment. And y'all wonder why y'all get dogged out and get disrespected. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the message, but not the messenger. Right? But this is this is 2020 in a nutshell. Cardi B woman of the year. This is 2020 in a fucking nutshell. And this brings me back to the whole, I wouldn't call it a beef. I wouldn't call it a civil discourse. I would just call it an argument between Cardi B, who actually, see, this is the funny shit. Cardi B calls Candace Owens a coon. But which one of these two black women are promoting promiscuity in their music and who are um, influencing women to pretty much be hoes, Cardi B. Candace Owens is just telling you how it is. And see, that's the thing with us as black folks. We don't, we don't want to know how it is. We want to live in this fantasy and think everything is fine, that dysfunction is normal in our society. We want to really believe that shit. So when a Cardi B comes out of the woodwork and tells you that, no, this shit is very dysfunctional the behavior that's going on in the entertainment how it's influencing the youth and a lot of adults is very dysfunctional she gets called a coon so I want y'all to remember these niggas are the real coons like these niggas who are in the entertainment business not all of them but a lot of them participate in cooning they sell out they make money off of the, the off of real destruction of black families and black youth. Not Candace Owens. She is the complete opposite of a coon. But then again, we just use words freely and don't even know the meaning of it. So I just wanted to drop this, you know, a little bit less than 30 minutes. Um, hopefully, I will be doing the continuation of the little series that I have, The Solitude, The Realm of Loners. And in the next episode, I will be talking to you guys about how I became a loner and the things that I do to maintain that. So this is Jersey Judah. This is the Renegade Red Pill edition of the Red Pill Party podcast. In the meantime and in between time, 
I'm out. Peace.